Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Guess on this Labor Day morning, it's either good to be a current member of the Houston Texans or a former member of the Houston Texans. <laughs> it's all turning out all good for both Jadavion Clowney and Deshaun Watson. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're watching on ESPN News this morning, we're looking out over a beautiful Monday morning in lower Manhattan. It is... Football week, and it's a pleasure to be joined, not this morning by Key and Jay, but by Bart Scott, 11-year NFL veteran. <laughs> no strike or anything like that. I'm, I'm they, saying Falco. Ten years of labor peace in the NFL, but Bart walking across the picket line, or so to speak, to be with us this morning. You might remember him from the Ravens uh, and the Jets, and we're getting ready for the Texans and the Chiefs, and all week long when Key and the guys come back tomorrow, we are going to go full-on football all the way through as the NFL gets ramped up and hopefully Bart obviously can continue to keep playing. We're at the Seaport District at Pier 17 and we're brought to you by Chase. So the chase for JV on Clowney was interesting because it was sort of like a low-speed chase because nobody yeah. <laughs> really wanted him. There was rumors he could go back to Seattle and you never yeah. know with Pete Carroll. Then we learned over the weekend the Saints were trying to do almost like a sign-in trade for him. <laughs> that didn't work out. The league nixed that, but that just showed you how creative New Orleans wanted to be right. to get a player of that ilk. Instead, he signs a one-year $15 million deal uh, with the Titans, which you believe is a perfect fit for this guy. Tell us why. Um, because I think you know, Jadavian Clowney is not a traditional defensive end. He brings so much more to the table. His ability to be stout against the run, yes. But just imagine you know, um, uh, Julius Peppers. He's in that ilk. He's a guy that's an athlete. So I think you limit him by making him a 4-3 you know, defensive end. And a 3-4 is so much more creativity because you know, the offense does, don't know who's dropping, who's coming, who's a rusher. And he has the ability to, to play well in space. We saw him perform well with Rabel in Houston and all the disruption that him and J.J. Wide and, and Merciless were able to create. And now on the other side, instead of having Merciless, he has Vic Beasley, who's built the same way. Maybe not as stout against the run, but he's a guy that can you know, create havoc. So now as an offensive line, I don't know who I'm going to slide to because you're going to create a one-on-one, or if you slide the line, then now you get him matched up against tight ends. And if you want to see any sack highlight reel, it's going to feature tight ends because tight ends hate those matchups in three-fours, but they have to kind of try and, and be able to, 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 to buckle down. And then he goes into Tennessee. And he's able to come in day one, understand the verbiage, understand the language, understand the concepts, understand what defenses in which he can risk and take chances with because he's so comfortable with the system. He's a guy that's really going to really make Vic Beasley a lot better, which in turn is going to make Jeffrey Simmons better in the inside. So now they're going to have the ability to be able to close games out. Remember, we talked about Derrick Henry, the ultimate guy that can really salt the game away, take the you know, limit the possessions. But now they have the ability to go out and hunt and be able to go chase some of these mobile quarterbacks because they have nowhere to go. If you have a great inside pass rusher in Simmons and you have a good one on the left, on the right, then now you can corral and you can keep some of these guys bottled up, and which is going to just make your secondary better. So then you have a great running game. And if you're able to get ahead, you can salt games away, and it's like, it's like free lunch right now. You go and pop, rock, paper, scissors, saying how I'm going to get my Pro Bowl stats up because now I know that when we go up two scores, it's night-night. Paper over the rock. And what did Mike Tannenbaum join us? Our ESPN NFL front office insider last hour. He said, run to finish for Derrick Henry, right? Yes. Run to finish. Salt it away. More NFL talk with our Kimberly A. Martin, our ESPN NFL reporter. She'll join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line coming up at 7.30 a.m. 
Eastern. So you give me all the great football jargon, all the great deep football talk, which is, you know, I mean, look, we're three, four days away from the start of the yes. season, so we love hearing it. Talk nerdy to me like that. But <laughs> I would tell you, um, the question now is, if you add somebody like this, Whatever you think about Ryan Tannehill, you think about him. The Titans certainly believe in him. Derrick right. Henry, I mean, he essentially took them to the AFC Championship game. I think, I think Tannehill made a throw for like 85 yards in that Pats game. But hey, right. you trust him, you pay him, you got to have a quarterback. You got those two guys, you got Bayard, you got a coach that a lot of people think is a great coach in Mike Vrabel. <laughs> is Clowney enough to put them over the top? Considering, obviously, last year, as you mentioned, they made it all the way to the AFC title game. He's, is he the right. missing piece? I think he could be because what happened is if you're going if you're going to if you're going to be in the Super Bowl, we think that maybe you're going to have to go through maybe um, Baltimore or you're going to have to go through Kansas City, right? So or both, right? Or both, right? So what what happens is now you're going to have to be able to get to the quarterback. It's a lot easier to take away one pass rusher than it is to take away two. So now you talk about Lamar Jackson being able to set edges, guys that can help you know change angles and be able to get to the quarterback and be disruptive. And the fact that when you have you know guys that you can rush with, you don't have to blitz, you don't put your secondary at risk because you know if you're able to hold up, you can play complex coverages when you don't have to blitz because now you can double somebody and, and somebody's going to be one-on-one, but it's harder for the quarterback to find the one-on-ones. And also you think about these quarterbacks with these play actions, you want somebody that can come off that edge because a lot of times those guys are free and they're isolated and that guy belongs to the quarterback. Well, with Jadavion Clowney, his wingspan, his ability to redirect and put that foot in the ground and get upfield vertically, then that allows you to be able to really do a lot. And then right when you think that you got him, he drops in coverage and you throw a slant to him because he's a guy that can play well in space. So you can play the game. You know, it's easy to, to, to stop one great pass rusher. It's hard to stop two. We see that in San Francisco we see that with some of the pairs that we have of, of, of pass rushing tandems. You know, that's why Baltimore struggles a little bit because they have Judon, and then on the other side, if you take Judon away, then you're able to get time in the, in the pocket, and we saw that last year. No question about it. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. It's a pleasure to have Bart Scott in this morning. You can hear Bart every Monday through Friday, but not this Monday, on Barton Hahn. No, no, I'm getting some rest today, man. Y'all got got a brother up early. Yeah, this is even better for you. You're out of here by 10 o'clock. You're not even off the air by 10. All of our guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line, and that includes Big Perk to talk NBA coming up at 715. Let's switch gears from defense to offense. And this is, see you, one of the things I really love about having you here this morning is you will go with the unconventional take. If you were with us earlier, Bart went with the Texans could be better without DeAndre Hopkins. Not an opinion you hear often from football fans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most people also think that Josh Rosen was probably put in a terrible situation to begin with. Then it got worse and then it got even worse. And it's really not the kid's fault, but is this kid being ruined going from Arizona as a first round pick to Miami and out of Tampa's practice squad, which he signed with, over the weekend, you truly believe that he has the goods to be an NFL starter. Somebody just needs to give him the opportunity, yeah. and he has not gotten the proper opportunity since entering the league. Take us inside yeah. your thoughts on Josh Rosen. Well, sometimes you got to go through hell to get to heaven, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you look at what he's been through. He, he goes to Arizona, and I think he started to show some promise later in that season. You know, he, he struggled like all rookies do, but he got the opportunity later in the season. And then, you know, you know, Kyler Murray and, and, and Kingsbury kind of had a, a man crush on, uh, on Kyler Murray, so he moved heaven and earth to make sure that he can move um, Rosen. Rosen goes to Miami, thinks he's going to have an opportunity. Then, you know, they, they're, they're tanking for Tua. So now he's just stuck between the rock and the hard place. He hasn't even got an opportunity. He's had so many different offensive coordinators and languages to, to really digest. He really hasn't had an opportunity to find himself. Now he goes to an opportunity to learn from the GOAT, Sit behind Tom Brady, but you know 
that, hey, I don't mind being a practice squad player because I've, I've made decent money by coming in as a first rounder. But guess what? I get to sit behind the GOAT, and we know that he's just here for maybe a season or two. I get to learn from Bruce Aarons. I get to inherit a team with weapons all over the place. So I would have took a pay cut. I would have played for free if I was Rosen. If they said, I'll give you no money, I would have showed up. Because we know Bruce Aaron's not going to be there for a long time. I think that Bruce Aaron is really trying to set this team straight so Todd Bowles can have his second opportunity or Byron Leftwich to maybe take care of him, you know, to replace him later because Bruce Aaron is an older coach. And I think this team is set. And with a young quarterback, that allows you to be cheap. And you can go out and get all these higher guns like Leonard Fournette. You know, when Tom Brady leaves, if you have a young quarterback that's unproven, that's maybe going to give you a Teddy Bridgewater type of contract, that allows you to go out and get higher guns. That allows you to have extra money because you have a seasoned team around you, but you're not paying the premium cost at the quarterback position. So this sets the, this will set potentially the Buccaneers up for the long term because we think, okay, if Tom Brady leaves, then it's going to all fall to shambles. Now if you have two years to really mature and really train Josh Rosen to be the heir apparent. So you've made three amazing takes, one on Hopkins, two on Josh Rosen, and the most stunning of all, that you would play for free. <laughs> that, that's what Well, listen, here, listen, he already got cheese on his taco. Essentially, <laughs> that's what Cam Newton is doing. Cam Newton said, listen, I know that it'll fix my brand if I'm healthy up here with Josh McDaniels, that I'm going to hit the market next year. And I'm looking at all this money that all these guys are getting. You know, we talk about the price going up for Dak Prescott. Well, what happens to a healthy, successful season from Cam Newton and him being on the open market? Like I said, if you're Dallas and Cam Newton is healthy and he says, I'll take 40 and, and Dak saying, I want 43, 45, who would you take? The former MVP that's healthy that allows you to have basically, could you imagine him with Zeke Elliott taking a fake handoff and running around and Zeke is the blocker for Cam Newton? You run out of, but you run out of damn bodies with that <laughs> offensive line. It could be punishing. So, you, so it's a lot of guys taking chances on themselves because they're seeing the long-term vision, not the short-term. Jameis Winston is another one, right? We know that he can play in this league. He just needs to learn how to take care of the football a little bit more. And he knows with all this money coming up, just imagine, next year, Dak Prescott will be on the market. Cam Newton will be on the market. Jameis Winston will be on the market. It'll be, And we're not even talking about Trevor Lawrence coming in. Right, so it's going to be opportunities. Jacksonville has a spot wide open. We think that they're selling everybody away for Trevor Lawrence. Though. Yeah, thanking him to it, thanking for Trevor. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin reminding you it's all about ESPN Audio at home via your smart speaker. ESPN Audio at home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. From customization and service to financial assistance, Mercedes-Benz vans are ready for anything. We're ready for Kendrick Perkins on the way, and we'll ask him. I love him. Goon status. I like like talking to goons. Goons like talking to other goons. Big Perk on the way. Can you believe the Raptors now might be the favorite after being down 0-2 to beat the Celtics? (laughs) What a difference .5 makes. No question about that with that huge shot from Ananobi. We'll see what Big Perk thinks about perhaps the champs remaining and moving on to try to defend their title. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, 
so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We'll begin with the strangest Triple Crown season ever. Authentic dueling with the heavy favorite, Tis the Law, on the final turn. And Authentic wins the 146th Kentucky Derby on Saturday at Churchill Downs in front of no spectators. If you're wondering why spectators are so important, Bob Baffert taking a spill on ESPN News, but more than happy to have won another Derby, Bart Betting was down 52%, and you don't have to follow horse racing to know this is one of the most bet events on the calendar. Yeah, because you're worrying about you know when it's a triple crown, but can you really have it because so much space in between races that it really can't be. This is like one of those asterisk triple crowns if, if, if it was ever a horse up for it. Right, with the Kentucky Derby not coming first. When in it's this a Preakness, baby. I'm waiting for the Preakness. <laughs> Said close to a man that knows the Inner Harbor in that Baltimore area. Well, baseball has lost another Hall of Famer, one of the greatest base stealers in the history of the national pastime, Lou Brock, dying Sunday at 81. He helped St. Louis win three pennants, a couple World Series titles back in the 1960s. He retired in 1979 as the single season and all-time leader in stolen bases, and those marks have since been passed, of course, by the great Ricky Henderson. Brock was elected into Cooperstown in the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1985 and what has to be the strangest story of Sunday top seeded Novak Djokovic out of the U.S. Open his perfect 2020 is no more after a rather imperfect reaction kind of firing a ball in frustration ended up hitting a lineswoman he was quote-unquote defaulted so essentially he was disqualified from the match in layman's terms I'm sure you've seen this video it is literally Everywhere, Djokovic did release a statement afterwards saying, in part, he wanted to take this situation and, quote, turn all this into a lesson for my growth and evolution as a player and a human being. He was the heavy favorite to win the U.S. Open, according to Caesar Sportsbook by William Hill. The last time a big four player, Djokovic Murray, who's not really big time anymore, Nadal or Federer, Last time, one of those four didn't win a Grand Slam. 2016. Who bet on the other guy? <laughs> Boosting. <laughs> right. No matter how you win and move on, <laughs> it counts. And that is A to Z. Milwaukee Bucks will lead some magic. They'll lead that man to lead them. Ready to go, and we'll be in the starting lineup. It is a team that can beat the team 4-0, and it can be us. Layup won't go, but a foul. His ankle, he's grabbing. When he went down, you know, all our hearts just, you know, 
they stop. He will not return the emotions as he walked back to the locker room. He's the best player on our team, but at the same time, next man up. Middleton for three. Bang! Mama, there goes that man. We know he was laying down on the line out there for us, and we have to have his back tonight. What a performance without Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mike Breen certainly said that correctly. What a performance without the Greek freak. Instead, Chris Middleton rolls for 36. And you think about all the things the Bucks have been dealing with, not just on the floor, but off the floor with yeah. everything regarding uh, the protests and the boycott from last week. Here they are, season still alive, 3-1 as they top the heat. Game 5 tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. To talk more about it, let's bring in ESPN NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins. Great to have Big Perk with us this morning. Can, with- I, can I add another AKA to him? I love talking to another one, keeping it real goes wrong, because he's a truth teller. He ain't trying to make friends out here. He's telling truth. So why don't you start the interview? <laughs> Spitting hot facts, hot fire, die line, die line, die line. Go for it, Bart. Now tell me this. What, what was your take, Big Perk, on um, the comments last week made by a lot of, uh, well, Richard Jefferson talking about um, Giannis being Scottie Pippen, not being MJ? Well, well I didn't see nothing wrong with it. And, and at the end of the day, I, I think, there's nothing wrong with being a Scottie Pippen. People forget Scottie Pippen is the top 50 greatest player of all time. When Michael Jordan left the Bulls for those two years, Pippen was an all-star, finished top two in the MVP voting. There's nothing wrong with being a Pippen. But I think what RJ was, was saying to, what, what he was saying was, was that he didn't believe Giannis was a closer. And Giannis is not a closer. Uh, in tight games. He's not a guy that you could go to down the stretch when it's a possession-by-possession possession game. So he was spot on. I wouldn't have used Pippen's name, but I would have said maybe he's not a uh, – uh, maybe he's not he, – maybe he's a real certified Robin instead of a Batman. Chris Middleton showed us a Batman-type performance last night. And, and when you talk about that, the team, you know, seemed, seemed like the ball moved around and the and the, the shot went to the person who mm-hmm. the defense dictated it's supposed to go to. It seems like sometimes Giannis can be so ball dominant. You watch him in the first quarter, he's laying his heart out there, but his teammates are just sitting around wa- watching. And then finally when he leaves, the floor opens up, and we see Brooke Lopez go back to a place of real estate that we're not accustomed to seeing him going down low, forgetting how, how dominant he was with the Nets, you know, when he put his back to the basket. Yeah, and you're spot on. People thought I was crazy yesterday because I said it yesterday on hoop streams before the game. I said, when you look at the Bucks, I no disrespect to Giannis, but offensively, they are, they're actually better without him on the floor. And the, and the facts back it up. He was a negative 34 before last night. And when he went out, I think they, I believe they were down about, what, 11 points. He had his points, but nobody else had a rhythm. And they're so predictable to guard. They know all they have to do is wall up Giannis and recover out to three-point shooting. With Giannis being out, it's more motion. It's more player and body. It's more player and ball movement going on. And the Heat wasn't ready for that because their game plan wasn't uh, predicated towards ball movement and, and cuts and, 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 you know, Big Lopez going to the block. And it was a mixture, and everyone joined together and, and, and delivered last night. Now, will the Bucks beat them in game five without Giannis? Nah, you know Eric Spoelstra is going to make the adjustments. You know the uh, Heat are going to come out with that intensity. But to your point, 
man, the offense was moving so much fluid. It was it was players cutting hard. It was it was dribble handoffs. It was uh, uh, Brooke Lopez going to the block to Brooke Lopez stretching, and then Chris Middleton just went into his bag last yesterday evening. Now listen, I, I know we don't have you long, and I don't want to be hogging all the questions, but Go I got I got to get this one in Go because Pat Riley is like we all got that friend, right? We all got that friend that we don't really trust around our girl, that we don't really leave the room. And that's Pat Riley to me. <laughs> Pat Riley is that dude that you don't really want to leave your superstar like in limbo saying that having doubts. You know, if Giannis loses and they walk off and they, and, they, and they lose after being the favorite, can you see maybe Giannis ending up down in Miami and really going with a closer like Jimmy Butler? What would that do to the Eastern Conference? Well, I, I could see that happening. Um, and, and you know, this has been this has been a conversation uh, before the bubble. You know that Pat Riley did an interview and he said he's trying to get better. We've been hearing rumors about it. I, I strongly believe that Giannis is probably going to lead, and I think the teams that he might join is Golden State, mm. Miami, or Toronto. That's just that's just. From what I've been hearing. All right, Big Perk. So that game, next game five, six thirty PM Eastern tomorrow. That could be the end of the Bucks. And by the way, how about Miami sweeping in the first round, almost sweeping in the second round? People haven't talked about how collectively great they have been. I want to switch to the other Eastern Conference semifinal series. Kendrick Perkins is joining us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Pennzoil synthetic motor oils are made from natural gas. Gives the unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Perk, I think if we would have talked to you about this time a week ago, it would have been like the brilliance of Brad Stevens. Here come the Celtics looking for another NBA title to try to distance themselves from the Lakers. What's going on with the Raptors? This is what happens when you don't have Kawhi. Pump the brakes. We go from 2-0 to 2-2. Mm-hmm. It's a best of three. In your opinion, are the Raptors now in the driver's seat? They are in the driver's seat. And that one shot changed the whole series, in my opinion. Now, I, I, I believe is I, I said the Raptors in six, but I believe it may go seven. But looking at the Toronto Raptors right now, in this backcourt in Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry, right, it gotta, we got to start mentioning them as a top five backcourt. Um, you know, Fred Van Vliet said something, you know, right, right before the playoffs started. He said, yes, we have Nick Nurse, the coach of the year. But Kyle Lowry is the head of the snake. He's our leader. He He's the one that sets the tone. In my opinion, he's the greatest Raptor of all time. His resume shows that. Any any Anybody want to argue, pull up a better resume than Kyle Larry in a Raptor uniform. But what he did in these last two games, he set the tone, attacking the interior defense of the Celtics, uh, making plays, taking charges, diving on the floor for loose balls, and all of a sudden it got contagious. And now Pascal Siakam finally, finally came to the bubble and started to perform. And that's not a good thing because the Raptors are developing confidence now. You got Serge Ibaka who's playing well, eventually Norman Powell. And their defense, they mix it up so well. They go from a 1-2-2 to a 2-3 to a boxing one to uh, man to man, and they are very, very feisty. So I'm looking at the Celtic team, and when they're not hitting threes, they kind of struggle a little bit. 
they really haven't slowed down the uh, Raptors. And we have to give a lot of credit to OG. He has been if the second uh, most consistent player on the Raptors team behind Kyle Lowry. There's no doubt about it. And OG, as Bart said, as you said, came up with the shot that may have saved the Raptors season. They will play again tonight, and then we'll get the Clippers and the Nuggets after that. Another great night of NBA playoff basketball, hopefully on tap. Park, thank you so much. And keep spitting that hot fire. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one, all right? You too, Kendrick. Thank you very much. Cam Newton spoke this morning, and wait till you see, if you think it's a love fest with the way Bill Belichick's had the effusive praise, wait till (laughs) you see what Cam said about his new home in New England. That's on the way, but first, it's SportsCenter. Anthony Davis to a cutting LeBron, fadeaway in the lane, eight-footer good, and that should do it. With 30 seconds to go, timeout Rockets. Believe it or not, that was on ESPN 710 in L.A. That sounded like the Rockets play-by-play guy. Get excited. Come on, man. LeBron picking up his 161st career playoff win. Next playoff win for LeBron, which could come tomorrow night. He will be the NBA's all-time leader in postseason victories right now. He's actually tied with the old Laker great Derek Fisher. Lakers over the Rockets. They even the series. Game 3, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. We just talked about it with Perk. The Bucks edging the Heat, 118-115 in overtime, keeping their season alive. Chris Middleton had 36. He had 30 in the second half in OT. This is because, as you probably heard or saw in the game yesterday, Giannis went down with an ankle injury, right ankle injury in the second quarter, did not return. And lo and behold, as Bard said, other guys stepped up to where they normally would have been had Giannis not been there anyway, and they take home the victory. We'll see if they can save their season again. They'll play 6.30 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. That'll be game five of that series. And from the U.S. Open, which continues later today on ESPN, we're one week in. Novak Djokovic, quote-unquote, defaulted his match, essentially was disqualified in the round of 16 after he accidentally hit a lineswoman in a fit of rage after he kind of fired a ball back towards the baseline. She is okay, according to the United States Tennis Association, which is the most important thing. He did release a statement in part saying, quote, he wants to use this to turn this lesson for my growth and evolution as a player and as a person, a human being. We should mention that he was on a tear this year. He had not lost a single match, but he will not win the U.S. Open. Sports Center is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has the full court cell phone coverage you need just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for up to 50% less than the big carriers, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. And let's head straight to the NFL. And on the Shell Pennzoil performance line, we're going to be joined by Kimberly A. Martin. She covers the NFL for ESPN. It's great to have her here. Uh, Kimberly, first things first, I just want to play you something this morning from Cam Newton. He was on the Greg Hill Show on WEEI in Boston. And if you think Belichick is in a love fest with all the things he said about Cam, here's what Cam thinks about his new team. Take a listen and we'll get your thoughts. It's honestly been a match made in heaven for me just knowing that, you know, I'm at a place where everything is, is, is pulling in the same direction and everything is geared towards winning. And, you know, coming from a person that is won in all levels, I, I feel as if that, you know, done. if I do the things in the right way, trusting, confiding the same people that, you know, got me to this point and, you know, trusting coaching, 
you know, I think this is this is something that, you know, when you look at an opportunity in a timely manner, you know, it could be accomplished. So it's been a match made in heaven. Um, I uh, tongue planted firmly in cheek. I want to say that Cam stole that line from you. I heard you actually busted out that line last week. What do you got here? I don't want to take credit, but I'm glad that Cam Newton was able to confirm what I said. Look, both of the both Bill, Belichick and Cam, they needed each other. You look at Belichick. He needed he lost the leader in Tom Brady, a guy that he did not have to worry about, a guy who knew how to win. And if you're going to go into 2020 with so much uncertainty, COVID opt out, are we getting all these games? You want to have a quarterback who guys can look at and say, that's our leader. I know he can win. I know if we're down, he's going to do whatever he can to help us win. Meanwhile, Cam, he felt like he was left for dead. He wanted a team to believe in him, his leadership, believe in him as a man and as a quarterback. And really, like we've been saying, it is a match made in heaven. Yeah, for right now, because uh, we all know Bill Belichick is one who falls in love and falls hard, but then falls out of love. <laughs> so we'll see how much this match is made in heaven when it comes time to pay you know, Cam Newton and put some cheese on his taco. Um, but with that being said, how would this team look if so many guys hadn't opted out? You know, do we really consider the Patriots as a legitimate threat? Now, we understand that they go through a division that's really soft and weak at the, at the top. But, you know, do we see them being able to potentially really be a legitimate Super Bowl contender? I don't know about Super Bowl contender, but as you said, Bart, that division, we know it well, the AFC East, until another team, ahem, Buffalo, comes <laughs> through and says, you know what, we're, we're laying claim to this division, it goes through New England. It, just, it has gone through New England, and it will continue until somebody else steps up. Like, like we said, the, the opt-outs, not a good situation, especially for the defense, especially when you look at their run defense, but... Cam talked in his interview this morning about the fact that he hasn't had a collection of weapons like this since he was playing with Steve Smith. You know, like when you look at New England, they're able to plug and play. Belichick is one of the best coaches, if not the coaches that has ever come through the game. So I don't want to put them in the Super Bowl just yet. But if Cam is healthy, which was the biggest question, I think you have to give the edge to New England until somebody else knocks him off the throne. Now, if you see Cam is healthy, how do they plan on utilizing mm-hmm. him? Because we, we understand that McDaniels has always wanted to modernize his Patriots offense, but he was limited by the physical gifts of Tom Brady. Now, Cam gives you the ability to play pretty much 11-on-11, 11 11, but he's a guy that's been coming off an injury and has struggled with his health over the last couple of seasons. So do we see the Patriots maybe using him as that running back with the full house playing 11-on-11, 11 11, RPOs allowing Cam to become a runner, which he does so well? I think you hit it, Bart. You know, Josh McDaniels has wanted to do some different things and couldn't. We all know Brady is great. Brady, goat, get it. But he has some limitations that Cam does not. Again, health, biggest qualifier here with Cam. You don't want to put him out there where he's, you know, at risk for injuring himself further. However, the fact that he's a big guy, the fact that he can run, the fact that when the pocket collapses, you're not thinking, oh, great. He's going to stand there like a statue and get sacked. No, he's going to take off and he's going to be on the move. So I I think with Cam, the best thing about him is that 
we don't know what we're going to see. The fact that there are no preseason games, the fact that the media is only allowed to watch a certain amount of practice, we don't know what the Patriots will look like. We don't know what they're cooking up in the lab. So week (laughs) one, they may come out and shock us a little bit. Kimberly, last thing for you. We're going to talk much more. Oh, I have so much more for my whole girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't worry. The season's just starting. We'll have plenty of chance to talk to her throughout the season for sure. You will. You can have them on your show. Okay, that's right. Last thing for you, Kimberly, real quick. um, The Deshaun Watson contract, what's the trickle-down effect on the other guys still waiting to get paid after this sort of payday for him? Wasn't that a beautiful thing? But Texan said, you are our guy and we will reward you as such. I'm really intrigued to see what happens with Lamar Jackson. Granted, he's young. He's still in his rookie contract, but the guy is making only $2.4 million a year. It seems criminal for the NFL MVP to be making that little bit of money. But if Lamar progresses and if the Ravens actually advance to the playoffs past the first game, um, I think it sets up well for Lamar. I'm curious what will happen with Dak Prescott because the way the Cowboys have approached Dak, completely different story than how the Texans approached Deshaun Watson. So if you're Dak, you might be feeling a little, you might feel some type of way because I think the Cowboys are showing us just how much they believe in Dak based on how they're holding these negotiations. Well, to your point, to talk about Lamar Jackson, you know, he has the same resume as Mahomes. If he gets a Super Bowl this year, he's the only one who can threaten uh, Mahomes as far as um, dollars per year. But I think his, his, his contract will look more like Deshaun Watson because he's a mobile quarterback that relies on his legs. You can't give him a 10-year contract because of the likelihood of him getting injured within those 10 years are a lot higher than Mahomes, who's a traditional pocket quarterback who can move when needed. Also, who – a ten-year quarter, a ten-year contract. This allows Deshaun. He can Back he can up. go out and More get another contract. Hello. So it, it Cam Newton's right there too. Sides. Cam Newton's right there too. You hear that bill? Forty million dollars. You ain't never paid Tom Brady that. That'd be disrespectful. <laughs> and the thing you have to keep in mind is that Cam is still just thirty-one after everything he's gone yeah. through, all the injuries. That's Kimberly A. Martin joining us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. It's great to get her perspective. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Quoting home insurance just got easier with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Quoting by all online at progressive.com. Bart's got in for the fellas today. They'll be back tomorrow. Can't wait to get Key's thoughts on the first week of the NFL season. That'll be tomorrow and every day after until we crown a champion Super Bowl 55 in Tampa. Still to come, why Chicago is not quite ready to ditch Mitch, just yet at least. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you play this sport, the best thing about it is you can start over every single year. I got to focus on this season. I feel like the sky's the limit. At the end of the day, we pressed the football. What can you possibly do to top this? Win another one. Once again, I believe I'll be a Dallas Cowboy uh, for the rest of my career. It's the National Football League. Every team has changes every year. It's coming fast. Competition's on. I'm not going to say that I was thrilled by the pick. I wanted to be respected, and I wanted people to know my worth. I see myself doing very well in that offense. Touchdown, Kansas City! Once you enjoy it, you come back and do it again the next year. If that doesn't get you fired up, you might not have much of a pulse. Football is back. The NFL begins on Thursday. Texans, Chiefs, we are back. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. The fellows will be back tomorrow. Key's getting all of his hot NFL takes ready to go, but why wait to get them tomorrow? Bart Scott, 11-year NFL veteran. I got some hot fire. I got some for you. (laughs) He does my cheese on the taco, the breakfast taco. It's early this morning, right? (laughs) 7.47 in the morning here Uh, in the East. Baseball talk buster only will join us at 8.10 a.m. Eastern time. But I want to do a little more. NFL talk, obviously Texans Chiefs, our Monday night doubleheader, and then scrunched in between, obviously, a ton of games on Sunday, which will include the Bears playing at the Lions, and they will play with Mitchell Trubisky running out there for the first snap for Chicago. He wins, I wouldn't call it like a hotly contested QB battle, but it was intriguing at the very least over the weekend. Matt Nagy essentially saying Trubisky is the guy. He brought him in. They had a long conversation at the end. He dropped in, oh, by the way, you're our starter. Trubisky knows he didn't get his fifth-year option picked up. There's a million things going on with him. Is he really the long-term answer? Right now, he's he's just concerned, excuse me, with one thing. I control my own destiny, and I'm definitely not going to take this opportunity for granted. It's I feel like he, I got a fresh new clean slate, and that's how every year should feel. And after winning a, a after coming out of a competition like that, it, it's got that sort of feel to it that it's a new year. We all have a clean slate, and we're not looking back on the past. I'm not looking over my shoulder. I'm just going to take advantage of the opportunity uh, ahead, and it feels good. It's exciting, and I know we're all eager to uh, get ready for this year and uh, and, and play this weekend. I mean, look, he's got the cliches down. If his game was just as good as his cliches, I think he'd be in great shape. He went to the clean slate twice, by the way, there uh, in that comment. So bottom line, it's, uh, it's him over Foles. Um, your yeah. thoughts, there's two ways to go. Is it uh, what did he do to earn it? What does it really mean? And what does it say that Foles couldn't beat him out? Yeah, what did Nick Foles do to lose it? Because I feel like when they signed That's the bigger Nick issue Foles to you. There, yeah, because Nick Foles was a guy that we saw play elite at, in spots, right? We saw, but it's only been underneath one, one uniform and one coach, one system and was Matt Nagy not capable of being able to match his play calling with Nick Foles' skill set which I feel like is kind of like Mitchell Trubisky's they kind of should be used the same way with Mitchell being able to turn his back to the defense a little bit more but I feel like the RPOs really should be able to help both quarterbacks 
Um, Mitch Trubisky is a is a quarterback that's streaky. Mm-hmm. He has to have guys open. He's not throwing guys open. But who knows? Because you can kind of the light can come on. And sometimes when you have a quarterback behind you, they bring somebody in. They don't do something like pick up your fifth year option. Sometimes it lights a fire underneath you, and you have to step your game up. Now let's see when he when things go wrong. Does he revert to who he is, or if he stays consistent with his mechanics, his footwork, making sure that he's disciplined in what he's doing? But to me. Really, is more pressure on Khalil Mack than it is Mitchell Trubisky because he's underwhelmed last year, right? Mm-hmm. And they went out and they got Robert Quinn. And listen, the Bears brand has always been about running the football, playing stifling defense, and your quarterback and making plays. Come on, this is a team that went to the Super Bowl with Kyle Orton. Or uh, Rex something. Grossman. Yeah, Rex Grossman. Yeah. No, but who's the Orton dude? It was some Orton. Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton, yeah. yeah I was about sure. to say Randy Orton. I'm in my <laughs> WWE phase going Wrestling. on right now. But, you know, I feel like it's more pressure on, on Khalil Mack because of what they gave up. And, like, we talk about who won that, that, you know, we all laughed at Gruden before, right? Sure. And who's laughing now? Because it looks like that the Raiders are in better position with all the draft picks and the draft equity that they got from the Bears than the Bears actually are as far as contending in that division. They may be the fourth best team in that division. And you don't trade multiple, you know, number ones for a transcendent player and not be able to, to reap the benefits or at least be in the playoffs. That's a great point because if you look at the situation, you simply say to yourself a couple of years ago, Matt Nagy goes to the airport, he picks up Khalil Mack, then you win the division, you get the double doing, things don't work out, but you kind of feel like things are moving in the right direction, and now Nagy's on the line, Trubisky's on the line, the guy that drafted him, Ryan Pace, could be on the line. That's just in a matter of a couple of years, it shows you how fast... It goes. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Sport Clips. It's a new season at Sport Clips. Haircuts, all stylists are clean, certified, and guy smart. Get yourself back in the game with Sport Clips MVP experience. Enjoy a hot steam towel, relaxing shampoo, and winning cut. Check in online. Walk out with confidence. Did we get coupons for that for here? Can they hook me up with a discount? How much money did you make in your career? I mean, what, what do you need a coupon for? Hey, I'm balling on the budget. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if I can go ahead and say uh, KJZ, you know what I'm saying? I should be able to get at least 15% off. Well, we put it out there, Sport Clips. You give us the answer. You need to clean these pores. <laughs> Bart's got in for the fellas today. All right, bottom line. You said it, and I don't want to be too you know morbid about it, but you know, you said when things go wrong, let's just be obvious. I mean, things are going to go wrong probably yep. at some point for Absolutely. Trubisky. How quick is the hook considering everything that's on the line for all the people I just mentioned? Well, I think it has to be one or two games. And listen, the thing is, yeah, but the thing is, if it goes bad and you go to Nick Foles because you invested in Nick Foles, then you have to, you can't go back to him. Like, you know, he's fragile. So if you, if you make the decision to, to move on from him, that's a decision that's permanent. And you can't, you can't in turn Nick Foles struggles and then go back unless Nick Foles gets hurt. So you better make sure that he's done and you're done with him and you're moving on from him. Because if not, you can ruin the kid and you can't go back to him at all. That's tough because Foles has not been proven to be the most durable guy. So let's say you lose confidence in Trubisky. Then you go to Foles. Foles gets hurt. You're right. You have to go back to Trubisky. Is Honestly, is the best scenario for the Bears the best scenario? I mean, you'll know what I mean here. Trubisky gets hurt. Foles comes in. Foles tends to play well when others get hurt and he comes in and he wins. That's a little tongue-in-cheek yeah. after what happened in Philly. But you really believe that once you go to Trubisky and say – it's over, barring an injury, yeah. you can't go back. Is it a confidence thing? Is it a locker room thing? Like, what is well, that? Well, I think he's broken, and then if he gets in and he gets hurt, then now you can't cut a hurt player. So if you're making that decision to move on from him, you almost have to protect yourself like they did with RG3. Don't let him get hurt because then you can't cut him, and then now he's going to be on your books or you got to give him some type of injury settlement. 
30 seconds. Uh, the Bears are the fourth best team in the division. If that's the case, is this going to be a house cleaning after this year? Let's say they finish in fourth. I mean, I think it has to be. I think it has to be. And um, you look at some of the guys that's in the pipeline. You look at you look at um, Eric the Enemy, and it's weird because you like keep you keep poaching away from Kansas City, and right. you know we've seen his Nagy. work, right? Yeah, right. We we we've seen it work in Philly, and now you know. So do you replace him with maybe Eric the Enemy, somebody that can get? It's time for a new voice, is what I'm saying, and um, it's time to move on. And you have to start all over again, and nope. once again, yeah. another landing spot potentially for Cam Newton. So we'll see how much Bill Belichick. Listen, if Bill Belichick walks around with a red cutoff hoodie, yeah. then we know that Cam swag is starting to rub <laughs> off on Bill. Bart has put Cam in Dallas and Chicago. That's why the NFL is great. In Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. <laughs> Any of those things could be possible. On the way, if the Bucks lose and Giannis is a free agent after next season, wait until you hear where Bart thinks he's going to end up. And it ain't Milwaukee. That is on the way. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.